What if I die in my life? Uh? How did I, How did you answer yourself? Yeah. Uh, it's always a constant struggle, bro. Aku kasih kau tip. Kau malam-malam kau boring tak tidur. Kau pergi mati. Yeah, already in our late thirties, kan? Whatever nonsense kita dah clock up right here. Will this next half of our life be enough? I wanted to be able to have a direct impact whenever somebody somebody needed something. Hmm. I want to be able to provide. So fight, fight, ah. Aku tak sempurna, kamu tak sempurna. Too bad, ah. Your framing of your mind How can I use this To better myself How do you develop this It's not one individual We were very poor One of the best birthdays I had Oh my god <laughs> Best feeling ever Okay, welcome back. Today on our podcast, we have Mr. Arifin Omar. Mr. Arifin Omar is from Hero Homes Propnex. Yeah. Um, always been a big fan of his AO Wheels videos. Watch, 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 watch. <laughs> Today, I only realized that AO stands for Arifin Omar. <laughs> you never asked, you wouldn't know. Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome, uh, Mr. Arifin. Maybe you can tell us a little bit uh, introduction about yourself. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Uh, yeah, my name is Arifin Omar. Before I was doing real estate, I was an engineer mm. in aviation. Uh, yeah, good times, fun times. Pray with me. No, I was, I was with a Japanese company. So okay. they closed down during COVID, but I took that as an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly I got tired of doing that kind of engineering mm. because uh, there was not much I could do. Specifically, what were you doing as an engineer? Uh, I certified aircraft interiors, so seats and everything. Yeah, galleries <sighs> and yeah. So to make sure that they are airworthy. Yeah. How many years were you there? I was there. I was doing uh, engineering for six years. Okay. Yeah. So when COVID came, company closed down. Woohoo! Good payout. Oh, got golden handshake. Ah. Everybody got golden handshake. Oh. Yeah. From GM all the way to the technician, everybody ciao. Most of my uh, junior engineers they continue engineering, but I just not say lost the fire lah. Mm. I still love math. I still love uh, doing analysis. Mm. It's just that I just wanted it to be. I wanted to be able to have a direct impact. Impact not only to um, my close ones, yeah. but at least you know, uh, friends and families. And whenever somebody somebody needed something, mm. I want to be able to provide. I want to be able to give. Previously, my mom was a uh, property agent as well Ooh. at a smaller firm, and I saw the effect of her work. Was at now no more. Really? Dari tayu, dari pak, dari kecucu. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I recall that. And I thought to myself, yeah, why not? Carry on her legacy. Not say carry on her legacy. Oh, she she ruled during the Wild Wild West days, <laughs> gangster days. The biggest uh, recollection and memory that will always stick in my mind mm. for what my mom did was dia murah hati ya. Mm. Like for her, eh, not taking comms, eh, doing pro bono work, eh, is part of the job. Especially when it comes to helping broken families, you yeah. know, when kids are involved, yeah. From her, that's where I learned that. Kau jangan risa kau perezki. You do, you do your amanah, do your job. Hmm. Everything will be settled. I took my RES exam three times. Three times. Yeah, three times because it was tricky. I was mentally prepared for it, not because I didn't study, but because I know from uh, sharings from other people that okay, it's not hard, but it's very tricky. Ada chance kau fail, so what? Keep going. Go, right. f- go for it another time. So yeah, I, I, I was. How long for was that. the gap before the second one? The next immediately the next paper the next I went back to back so I passed on the third try and how do you feel on your second try when you fail? Mm, 
when I for the second sitting I pass one field one to the who okay one It, down improvement wow improvement. Bro, such a positive person then one more to go can ah so at least for the, this next leg I just have to focus on one paper right yeah so okay lah take civil linings out of all these things you no, don't waste your energy or negativity it's not worth your time it's not worth your effort your life we only got one life it's too short no You not marah pasal benda ni No time bro Okay biggest takeaway today That's it That's all boss <laughs> <laughs> Second one I pass one Third one I just had to focus on one Pass pop immediately On board How has it been for the past Two years for you? Okay first year was Challenging I'm not gonna lie It was very challenging Because what they teach In the classroom And what happens on the ground Is two totally different yeah. things Yeah you have You had to unlearn And relearn A lot of stuff Not certain stuff A lot of stuff mm get used to how people do work on the ground but good thing was from day one Jeff was already my upline my mentor yeah. and they ni tak loke I tell you dia, when it comes to ilmu sharing and experience he is right there he will do calls with me zoom meetings and yeah he he played a big part he plays a big part still to today that allows my growth oh he's your upline now so. yeah he's my upline yeah okay. so yeah Jeff is a fantastic mentor my first deal was a rental one room rental where the, where the, oh kat mana eh, ni eh somewhere central lah ulu ulu neighborhood but that was the best feeling ever tell us about it uh, so my aunt knew that I was doing real estate right so mm. she has a, a colleague who is a who is a non-Singaporean who needed to find a room rental aku all out sah. aku pergi viewing sah, for this bloody room rental the client is not in town so you went for the viewing on his behalf yep Awesome. Yep, I did. I did Zoom calls to show her the place and all that. Tengah fresh and tengah. Oh my god, my first day. I'm gonna go all out, man. So I did that. First check, dapat three hundred dollars. Happy gila, zah. Selamat pagi, kawan. Alhamdulillah. Bibi, bibi, apa kabar, bibi? Yeah, but I, I think that was the sweetest. Ah, uh. that will always be the sweetest memory. It was not because of the value of the check. It was like, oh my god, I can do this. Ah, uh. okay, let's keep going. What was the most challenging one? So far, I'm gonna share with you. I think I, aku pernah cerita dengan kau. I had this. Esti uh, kota. Yeah. <laughs> eh, tapi we killed it in 14 days, ah. Terlalu belanga. No, 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 no. What? It was the Serangoon one. Serangoon. Oh, this one. Yes. Okay. Me. I had. Uh, I have a one. It was a three room. Serangoon Avenue two. Only minorities could buy. Only minorities. Malays, Indian, others. Yes, correct. So it's not that tight, but tight enough because you know that siapa who wants to come to Serangoon by demographic and by the environment, there you could understand that there was no draw for minorities to uh, buy a home there. So how many viewings did you conduct? Three. Three viewings. Yeah. And how was the first and second before the third viewing? Every viewing was good because okay, this part is really risky. The house could actually sell by itself. The house was killer, bro. Mm. How the, the client is my friend, right. so he took uh, he he took a lot of effort to do up the house nicely done. Honestly, you don't need to reno the house. Uh, it even had like the voice automated to uh, voice automation yeah. to do the lights, the fan, the aircon, everything, even the TV. It's just that we had the ethnic quota. We want to be able to have an efficient sale. We don't want to be one. We don't want to be like we. Kita tak nak kena lobo lah. Yeah. But we have to set the pricing correctly. You have to understand you're against who, right? At this point of time in the market, the listings, who are you against? Mm. And yeah, we closed it in 14 days. So in the end, who bought the place? It was another Malay family. Another Malay family. Yeah. Who wanted to live in Serangoon? <laughs> yeah, they, for them, it was a need in terms of logistics and location. Was this the same 
uh, kind of profile you imagine buying the house that you are were selling? No, I was expecting Indonesians because I had two Indonesian. Yeah, I had I had okay. One was Indian, another one was Indonesian Singaporean. W- was this the only Malay family? Yes. Well, sometimes you cannot underestimate who no. Allah judo can yeah, with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just just do your best, ah. Kena buih pun ada. Dah dah sampai terus member. Uh, sorry bro, I need to go to JB ya uh, family emergency. Okay, no problem. Standard ah. Uh, yeah. Don't want to say which community ya. Uh. <laughs> Feda. Aduh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Aduh. But 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 you know, I, I want to add something. Hmm. Another agent from another agency, very good co-broker, very nice guy. What's his name? Come, just give him. I a... can say he's a very nice guy. Nama dia Elfi, Elfi Muni. SRI hmm. Yeah very nice guy Dia terus call aku lah. So he wanted to give me a heads up Niat dia baik He was telling me Eh I saw your listing on Serangoon Avenue too He shared with me He wanted to give me a heads up Eh Just mentally prepare your clients That this may take long So dia dah kasi, He gave me that heads up Aku macam Whoa shit I need to up my game man For this house hmm. So that's why TikTok IG everything All out All out How hmm. do you balance Your Maghrib plans ah? My Maghrib plans Yeah ini mana nak solat maghrib? No. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. I took it literally. Oh, challenging, challenging. Ah, uh, that's why my support system has to be very strong. I'll be very honest with you. This line challenging. Dia punya gunaan macam macam. Tell me, bro. Tell me, bro. I want, I want to compare notes with you. Solat lah. You bawa aja kau punya tikar semai mana mana kau pergi. Bawa blok pun bawa blok. Dalam kereta biar ada standby air 1.5 liter angkat wuduk. Uh-huh. Appointment 7.30, 7.15 No excuse Do it under the block My compass Dia macam Lari sikit tau mm. When you are so involved in work Like mm. okay Let's do this And then you need to target uh, Like this and like this mm-hmm. you, to, you want to try to achieve this But then When You know Maghrib sets in And like What if I done in my life uh? is, is this is this what I'm supposed to Really focus How do I balance with this But like How to answer for this uh? You know mm. like What what is the correct way of reframing my mind and mm-hmm. that this is the center line should take the middle path right. and do this am I am I too much doing here or at the same time if I do too much over here this one cannot be what on the other extreme pula kan right how did I, how did you answer yourself how did I answer yeah. it's always a constant struggle bro <laughs> <laughs> I still got no answer right right I still got no answer but that's that's something that Every every once in a while, it's what I I really struggle with. Mm. How about you? Do you face anything similar? Aku kasih kau tip. Kau malam-malam kau boring tak tidur. Kau pikir mati je. Kau pikir kau seorang dalam tu kubur. Kau kau imagine anak kau tengah shovel you in. Shovel you in. Gelap. Bau tanah. Imagine the smell of tanah right here and gelap. Yeah, already in our late thirties kan. Half of our life gone. Whatever nonsense kita dah clock out right here. It's still right here. Will we have enough time to make up for it? Not? If let's say umur kita panjang umur lah eh. Will this next half of our life be enough? And sometimes I think about that. Not to not just to scare myself eh. <laughs> Kau pun terasa eh. <laughs> guys, those are wise words from Ustaz EO guys. No lah. Well, there's so much truth in that bro. So much truth in that. But yeah, but I mean you think about it. Half of our life is gone already. Yeah. A good But don't 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 be sad Baik lah like Look forward ahead Another good half life Can happen So why not You know Then just Make it count lah That's why I say tadi 
don't waste your time on anger. Don't waste your time on things that yeah. don't deserve your energy and your commitment. Yeah, so I've been telling my wife we should fight less often. We always fight, you know, bro. Hey, but okay. You mentioned fighting, eh? When when I see couples fight, I think that's fantastic. Why? Because they still love each other. Yeah. He like I give you an example, eh? I give you an example, eh? Because Sanggo nak mengamuk dengan dia because you feel strong about it. Spending my emotional dollars. Yes, exactly. Would you rather he dia mengamuk dengan kau atau someone else? That's true. Eh? Yeah. She didn't leave the house. She didn't eat. She didn't that. You know, we we are still okay. We are we both f- still alive. Yeah, we are. We fought because we are so passionate about it. So passionate. Yeah. I, I like, we shall use this word passionate the next time. <laughs> we are passionate about each other. Yeah. So fight, fight, ah. Yeah. This is what I will share mm. with my wife. Tell her, you know, ah, you did. I didn't marry you because you were an angel, no. Aku tak sempurna, kamu tak sempurna. That we're not perfect, no. So too bad, ah. You know, too bad, ah. You need to. Nasib baik kita record this lah ya. I not perfect, you not perfect lah. Too bad yeah. lah. Ada tak any setbacks that you? Oh yeah, def- mm. definitely, definitely have some. For myself, COVID was oh, was a big, a big challenge, a big mm. hit. I didn't know how to react, what to do immediately. Mm-hmm. What do I do next? Do I continue to do the industry that I am, or am I supposed to pivot at this point? You were driving back then, right? During COVID. Uh, it was more of managing my drivers yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh-huh. you know managing the contracts that were in hand lah. Suddenly like 80% just boom like that and like oh how do I make payroll how do I make you know pay all my rentals and overheads and stuff like that. So it was a very scary moment for me. Right. A lot of uncertainty anxiety then suddenly boom lockdown. Alamak. Do you have anything similar uh, major setback in your life that you can can share with us? But this is very minor lah but Worth sharing because it hit me hard, lah. So I was from when I went to secondary school. I was from Victoria School. Mm. Oh, sana. I'm a BS boy. I was I'm a BS boy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Then, uh, son, in VS, we okay. The environment, right, in a boy school and at that kind of boy school, it you were primed to uh, excel academically and in all levels in every field. It was not easy. Mm. Uh, and at that point of time, I was not that. I wouldn't say I was not serious in studies, but I had my own challenges. Ah, uh, in terms of trying to keep up with all these uh, students who were really bright and smart, and they pick up things really fast. Pressure, that pressure, pressure, gila, bro. And it was to the point where I mean I couldn't keep up. I was lagging back, and then to the point where I failed sec three. You failed sec three. I failed sec three. A VS boy failed sec three. And then, and then it came to the point where I had to decide whether to go on with sec four. The principal, all all the failures went into the office. So the principal allowed us to decide: you want to continue sec four or you want to retain in sec three. Oh, can decide. Trust, trust, trust. A lot of them went went on with sec four. A few of us stayed on. I stayed on. Why? Why do you choose to retain at sec three? Uh, damage control. What, what do you mean? There was already damage. Uh-huh. I was not ready 
for sec 4 if I go into sec 4 the damage is just going to get worse I see so and at the same time it will be the most unpopular and the most uncanny decision for anyone to continue to retain especially in a school like that mm. yeah yeah. So how many of you retain? a handful lah I can recall it was a handful and we excel after that yeah no regrets lah because at the same time we were able to you know what I already know all of this I'm not excelling in it but I know what it's like okay I'm gonna start again But about I mean the 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 as as a teenager the challenge eh, the emotional challenge is is real you know you see your your peers who you used to hang out with now doing different things you know let's say you go to the common area hey, all this section and then you with the sector you guys lain ah it's challenging ah the 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 pressure and the stress as a teenager is is real it's scary but there's too. there's something that I I just realized about you today and it's very very inspiring for me that you have this your framing of your mind is that that okay this is not the the word that you use was silver lining mm. this is not all negative there's something that i can take out from this and you you just turn things and try to make it positive for you mm. how can i make how can i better this situation how can i use this to better myself and then you also mentioned growth mm-hmm. Where how how do you develop this? Because I know most people don't have that mental strength to reframe mm-hmm. everything. Anybody of great influence that managed to to give that to you? Oh, okay, okay. I guess it's not one individual lah. It was the environment that I grew up in. This this is what I can see right now lah. We were very poor. We grew up poor. It was probably more than eleven in a three room. Eleven family members. Yeah. It was normal. You got how many siblings, bro? No, no, not 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 me. <laughs> but with the extended with my with my late grandmothers and my relatives and my cousins, so it was very normal for the meals to sleep in the kitchen. Bentang ah, bentang. Ramai ramai tidur, and that was the best time ever. A house full of like families, and that's where you grew. There was safety in numbers. The littlest things mean the world to us. I remember my one of the best birthdays I had. Was asking budak-budak bola, eh, after this, my uncle want to belanja me KFC. You guys want to come? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Best feeling ever. <laughs> yeah, being poor has its perks, bro. You will be invincible against so many things. You have nothing to lose. Yeah, you have nothing to lose. You started with nothing. <laughs> So I really am happy that I started out poor. My family was poor, but yeah. Then think about it. My mom did real estate, and then suddenly, boom, rescue dropped from the sky like that. But she never lost her foot. She was always grounded. Yeah. So I guess I hope that answers your question. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. No. You you, you hit me like my <laughs> most softest spot ah. Thanks for sharing, man. Yeah. I I think that a lot of people who are viewing this who <laughs> can relate to that 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 kind of multiple members of the family living mm-hmm. in that one so safety in numbers. Mm-hmm. Many are uh, are going through the same journey, and yep. hopefully they can find this inspiring for them. Mm-hmm. This is based on how many room, bro? Three room. I can tell you one in Marine Parade, Marine Terrace, ghetto, bro. Another one in Bedok South, also ghetto. So I not say I grew up on the streets lah, but I was very aware of what was going on. 
Okay And the environment Was very exposed But because of that You become street smart You learn to survive How do you end up In Victoria school? Yeah, I mean like Wait eh Okay but, but this one Okay How did the ghetto environment Neighborhood Led you to Victoria? Okay This one I have to give it to my mom. I tell you. Okay, so at that point of time, during kindergarten, before primary school, eh, I was at Bedok, Bedok South. Mm. So most of my kindergarten friends went to uh, a neighborhood school, just next door. My mom, for I don't know what reason, threw me at Hick Boy School, which was in Mountbatten. But the environment in Mountbatten, Hick Boy School, was good. Yeah, it was positive. Like It was a good, healthy mix of uh, kids from all walks of life and then at the same time we were kids so we were not we, we, there was hardly any damage that we could do to each other we were all just growing up together mm. and the teachers were great I was I was good in math I didn't have to learn spelling because it was locked in already so yeah I I, I aced primary school and then secondary, secondary school then teenagers start coming in mm-hmm. became, became a challenge trying to balance you know trying to find your own uh, personality, being accepted in your own group. So teenage years was a challenge. And then when, when I went to poly, poly was good because I already knew my strength and I just focused on it. And then after that, I got scholarship and I did aviation. I, I, I took my bachelor's and then I became an engineer. You yeah. had scholarship for your bachelor's? Yeah. Wow. Where was that at? Yeah, it was an aviation college in Salita. So that was fun too. But that one was risky. Lah. That one was risky. If there was already a school, next just next door down the street, why send your son all the way to Hague Boys? I will ask her. Yeah, yeah I would. I would like to know. So, but oh, but bless her, man, for making such a hard decision. Uh, but such a strategic move. Yeah, just that uh, Because this was probably about five six years back. I managed to connect back with my kindergarten friends, and I found out that one of them passed on due to drug overdose. Uh, he went to the neighborhood school. I'm not saying neighborhood schools are bad, but it just gave me a perspective. You will have so many options laid out in front of you. Any route you take, the outcome may be different. Yeah, and that was probably what my mom was presented with. So many options: take the easy way out, or slug your life out and work hard and pay pay the transport fees and all that. Send your son all the way to Mountbatten. And and your mom was managing how many kids? Uh, it was three of us. Until then, after that, there was four lah. So yeah, four of us. Yeah, yeah. My my mom and dad were hustlers ah. The first time I have a guest who really sincerely teared and like, oh my god, I can't <laughs> wait for others to relate <laughs> relate to his stories. <laughs> Because I could actually enjoy co-working with people, no. Like I I look forward to working together with each. I don't care what flag you fly. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's work together and make people make our clients happy. These are families, man. So yeah. So that's why I, I will remember all these uh, agents who I co-broke with. I always look forward to co-broking. Look forward to co-broking with you too. Inshallah. Bro. I mean, let's make dua. Inshallah. I mean. Okay. We good? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah.